discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Up your right hand towards heaven, Father. Thank you for this opportunity. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for all that you have done for us through your word. We are grateful and we are thankful. Thank you that tonight you bless us with revelations from your word. Thank you that your word has great entrance into our hearts. We receive light and wisdom. Thank you. Light and wisdom for our lives. Thank you that we are guided. Through your word. Thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit who teaches us, leads us, guides us, explains things to us. Thank you for your blessings, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. Wow. Have you learned anything since we started this conference? Amazing. It will be good to know what you have learned so far. Can someone tell me what you have learned so far? Anybody should tell me. You... Yes. Can you give him a microphone for me, please? <laughs> You're forcing the microphone into your hands. Hallelujah. Yeah. Okay. Um, today, um, what blessed me very much was the word of God. How that everything... God, the grace of God, the glory of God, the wisdom of God, everything is communicated to us through the word of God. So even as we study the word of God, we are being enlightened more and we are receiving grace every aspect of our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. How true. You know, some people prefer to fall down. For instance, since I came, I've not done any impartation. I can do by God's grace. I can also, I also have that. I also have take it one, take it two. By God's grace. Yes. And it's very important. That's also very important. I'm going to be having some all nights, and it's for that. I'm having some four all nights in a car for just to, for impartation purposes, for establishing uh, God's children. It's very important. But the word of God is too important. If you understand the word of God, if you understand um, the doctrine of God's word, okay, you can do so many wild things for the Lord just because of understanding. And it is understanding that makes you bear fruit. Okay, just because of what you said. Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. Look at Matthew 13, 23. The difference between the one who bore fruits when he heard the word and the one who did not bear fruit is understanding. So it's not, it's not um, your attendance in the meeting that makes a, a difference. It's your, the understanding you got, the enlightenment you had, 
Do you see? It is understanding that has made me do the things that I do. The things I do is, is solely because of the understanding I have, the wisdom that I have. Are you in the church? Ah, the wisdom, the mental putting together concerning the scriptures, that this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. Okay? And that wisdom is what's controlling me, making me do the things that I do. Why do we start churches? Because we have a wisdom concerning the fact that start, having churches around the world is very important. Yes, it's very, very important. I'm traveling to go and plant a church for, for like six weeks. Yes, I'm going to the U.S. to We have a church in the U.S., but I'm going to U.S. in August to plant a church. I'll be there for some time. Another church. Why? I'm not going to U.S. because of what, what, what is there. There's nothing there that I need. No, 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 no. America is not like U.K. U.K., you can move around on your own. America, you can move around on your own. America, you need someone to go off work, to drive you around. Or else you can't move around. If you don't have license, you can't drive. Yes. Do you see? So you, are, you can go to America and be in the room. Those of you have been there. You'll be in the room for many days. It's very true. You, you can, it's a good place to go for a retreat. Yes. So the wisdom you have will determine how your life will be. You see? And your, it's, it's understanding. Understanding, so you have to seek understanding. The Bible says that wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all that getting, get understanding. You must understand why, if you understand why we do praises, every praises will do something very powerful for you. If you understand why we do worship, every worship will do something for you. If you understand why we preach the gospel, why we preach the word of God, every time the word of God is preached, you have, it's an, it's an encounter time for you. Do you see? Yes. So understanding is key. But he that receives seed into the good ground, this is Matthew chapter 13, verse 23. He that receives seed into the good ground is he that hears the word and understandeth it. You see? The one who hears the word and understands it, which also beareth fruit. Because he understood, he bears fruit. And bringeth for some an hundredfold, some sixty, sixty, and some thirty. You see? Yes. If you go to verse 18, you will see, look at verse 18. Hear ye the parable of the sower. Verse 19. When one, anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. The one who, is, who had the word being taken away from him was the one who did not have understanding. So it's important you understand what's going on. That is why we spend time teaching you. Jesus spent time teaching. You see, he spent time what? Teaching. Because teaching will change your life forever. The more you expose yourself to teaching, the, the more your life changes. Hallelujah. Yes. It's so important. For instance, because I understand that when I hear the word, grace is coming to me. I don't have to pray for grace. All I need to do is to expose myself to the word. That's all I need. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Look at Second Peter 1, 1. And so it's important. As you, are, as you are hearing the word, you are applying it to yourself. Okay? You are letting it become practical in your life. How do we get grace? Grace and peace is multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus. That's in verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So grace can be multiplied to you. How? Through the knowledge of God. Haven't I been sharing the knowledge of God with you since I came? 
have I spoken about my, my, my tie and my suit since I came? No, that's not, that's not what we are here for. My shiny shoes. That is not what we are here for. We are, I'm giving you the knowledge of God. You see, and because the knowledge of God is coming to you, now you are looking at my shoe. Someone is busy looking at my shoe now. Don't look at my shoe. Because the knowledge of God is coming to you, grace is coming to you. What is grace? Grace is God's ability. God's ability to do, to accomplish, to become. You see, to perform. It's all being ministered to you as you hear the word. So, if, if, I, if I want to increase in grace, all I do is expose myself to the word. Faith is multiplied to you. Faith comes to you through hearing and hearing by the word. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. So that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as you hear the word of God, faith is coming to you. You want more faith? Hear the word. That is understanding. So as faith, as the word of God is coming, in your mind, faith is coming to me. Faith is coming to me. So after I've heard something, I know that I have faith to do what I'm supposed to do. I have faith to accomplish what I'm supposed to accomplish. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Yes. And that gives you confidence. It boosts your confidence to do what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. I can do all things. I can do all things. Yes. So it's important you have understanding. Or else... You can, you can be in the house of God for years and years and years and not be fruitful. Years and years and years. For instance, this morning I was talking to you about Jesus the, the, Jesus the great I am. Okay? You can title it like Jesus the great I am. And I spoke to you concerning how that Jesus mentioned some things concerning what he was. He said, I am the bread of life. Meaning that he is the one who brings you satisfaction and sustenance in life. So when, when you are reading your Bible, you know, you know that Jesus is the bread of life and Jesus is the word of God. Is Jesus not the word of God? John chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was of God and the word was God. Okay? He was with God in the beginning. Through him was, was, was all things made. Without him was nothing made that was made. Then... Verse 14 says, and the word was made flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Who is the word that became flesh? Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. There was nobody called Jesus in heaven before he was born. There was something called the word. The word put on flesh and was given a name, Jesus. I see it. Which means savior. Savior of the world. This Jesus is the word of God. So as you are fellowshipping with the word, you're actually fellowshipping with Jesus. And Jesus is the bread of life. So as I'm reading my Bible, what is happening to me? Satisfaction is coming to me. Satisfaction in my spirit. Contentment in my spirit. Contentment in my soul. Contentment in my body. Contentment in my material life. Contentment in my, in my, in my, in my finances. In my wealth in my ministry, in every single thing that I do. If I want my ministry to go forward, all I need to do is to go to the Word. The more I feast on the Word, the more content I become. I don't know if you understand. Yes, so th that is understanding. That is understanding. Now you know that Jesus is, Jesus is the light of the world. He says that I'm the light of the world. If he's the light of the world and I'm reading, the, reading my Bible, that means that light is coming to me. Light brings speed. Light brings development. Life, light makes you go forward. It brings life and clarity. 
I mean, all the beautiful things you can think about comes through the light that you have. We wouldn't be here. Without light, you cannot work. It, is, it takes light for you to work. Yes. Without light, there's no progress. Human beings are progressing because, of this, that the, because we discovered light. That is why our civilization is hinged on light. Yes. You see the phones we are using? The chips inside our phones would not be possible without light. Sand is bent with heat and light. And, conve- and silica is made out of it to make the chips that you have and do all kinds of things. Oh, yes. So we are, we are advanced because, just because of light. Our advancement is just because of light. Of course, in some places, they only use the light of the sun for drying fish and drying cassava and drying corn and drying their clothes. Yes, but there are other people who use it for all kinds of things. When light is focused, it can become a weapon. Light focused becomes what? A weapon. What's the name of that weapon? Laser. It can cut anything. Yes. It can cut diamonds, the hardest material on earth. On earth. Light. So when we say Jesus is the light of the world, hey, brother, hey, as you are, are studying the word, what you need, if you need that light to become a weapon for you, it will become a weapon for you. I tell you. When you are praying and you lift your hand and you say, this will happen, it will happen. In your mind, you know what is happening. Yes. That's what I do when I'm praying for people. When I'm praying for people, in my mind, the word of God is functioning in my mind. He says, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So, as I'm laying hands on this person, recovery has started. Recovery has started. Because that understanding is there, I can have a certain kind of result. But if you're laying hands because everybody lays hands, then you will not get anything. Hello? So, it's important you understand God's word. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is knowledge applied rightly. Without knowledge, there's no wisdom. So he's telling you to seek knowledge. Knowledge of God's word. This morning, I was showing you that because of a lack of knowledge, God says, my people perish. My people perish. Knowledge applied in your circumstance is wisdom. A doer of the word is wise. The one who does the word of God is wise because he's applying the knowledge he has in his circumstances. So that is wisdom. A fool is the one who does not apply the word of God. You know what the word has said, but when the circumstances come, you swear. You give up. Oh, but I know what God says, but how will you do it? You do something else. You see, yes, I have an understanding concerning what seeds do. When I sow my seed, I know what to expect. I know what I know what to expect because I've been taught. Hello? Are you in the church or you have gone home? So it's important. Tell everybody it's important that you understand God's word. Yes. Your understanding either makes you or makes you. Yes. It's either make you, makes you, or unmake you. So important. I'll never go down in my life. Why? Because the Bible says that the path of the just is at the shining light. Who is a just? A just one. A, when we say someone is just, we are talking about righteous, a righteous one. Jesus has made you righteous. So you are the one he's talking about. He says, you, your path is like the shining light. That shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. In other words, your life will keep shining better, getting better and better. 
Five years from now, you'll be wise science matter. A year from now, you'll be wise science matter. Having more fruits, having more, producing more results. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That is what will be happening for you. Never say, hmm, I don't know what is going to happen for my life. This is what is going to be happening for your life. This is what is going to be happening in your life. Yes, I'll keep going higher and higher. I'll keep getting better and better. I'll keep getting stronger and stronger. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I thought you would say something for yourself. Every aspect of my life is going to get better. My ministry is going to get better. My marriage is going to get better. My children are going to get better. My job is going to get better. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm fruitful. I'm a fruitful vine. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I will never be sick in my life. My health keeps flourishing. Cancer cannot dwell in my body. Diabetes cannot dwell in my body. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I keep going forward. I keep getting better. And stronger. And greater. By the day. That's my life. Strength is mine. I do not become weak. As the years go by. I get stronger and stronger. At 80, I'll be stronger than I am. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, you say such things for yourself. Why? Your path is as a shining light. That keeps shining brighter and better and getting stronger every single day. Hallelujah. So these things are not, it's not a joke. It's very important. Okay? What you have believed in is not a joke. It works. It's been proven by others. And we have proved it to a point as well. Yeah. We keep proving it. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't take it for granted. Seek understanding all the time. That is why I always tell, we always tell you, go on the podcast. Yeah. You see, allow the Holy Spirit to show you what to listen to at what time. I'm always scavenging for messages from the people that God has sent to me. Yes, I keep, I keep searching. What, what next do I need to listen to? I keep traveling. I'm just coming from Bumpurugu. Do you know Bumpurugu? Yes. How many of you know Bumpurugu or Nangpanduri? You know Nangpanduri? Have you been there before? Yes. I'm just coming from Bumpurugu or Nangpanduri. I was in Nang- I was sleeping in Nangpanduri and traveling for 32 kilometers on rough road for meetings at Bumpurugu because my father is there. Yes. Bishop Dag was there for having some meetings. And I just felt like I have to go and go and receive something. I have to travel for the anointing. Yes, and when I went, I got what I needed to get. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm scavenging, traveling to be in meetings, to hear. Yes, because I know what that, that small understanding will do for me. I know what it will do for me. I know what, it's, it's the small, small things that make a big difference. Yes. You know monkeys, apes. Apes look like human beings. Apes, they look very much like human beings. But there are very little, little things that makes a huge difference between them and us. There was, there was an experiment that was done many years ago. An ape, a baby ape, let's say five-year-old ape was put here, and a five-year-old human being was put here. They are all five. Okay? And we're given responsibility. Let's say three years old. We're given responsibilities to do. For instance, when you point to a child, to go and take something from Bernard over there. That child is able to process it that I'm supposed to go here and bring something. But an ape cannot have that. An ape, you point this way, 
He will jump here and jump here and jump here and jump here. And jump here and jump here and jump here and jump here and jump here. Jump here and jump here and jump here. He will not come here. But when you point to a child that go here, that child will go there. Something as simple as that pointing. Okay? It, it makes a very big difference between apes and human beings. For instance, an ape cannot, apes cannot gather. They cannot have a conference. They cannot have a conference. Apes conference. They can't have apes conference. And that's, that's, that's inability to gather. It's a very serious problem for them because of that they can't take over the they can't take over the world. Yeah, they can't take over the world. They can't, they could have taken over because they, they can, there are so many. They could have taken over the world, but they can't. Planet of apes does not exist. Have you got planet of apes? It doesn't exist at all. It doesn't exist. They can't gather just because they can't gather. They can't do anything. They can't organize and beat the the, the zookeeper who has been keeping them behind bars. They can't organize and say that to you. When he's coming, when he opens the gate, close it. You hold his head. You use the club to hit his head. I mean, they can't do that. They can't have, they don't, they can't strategize. They can't. Wow. Wow. So it's a little thing that you need to make a difference between you and and someone else. Little different, little. Something small that you know. Or that you, you do continuously. It's what will make a very huge difference between you and the other person. Hallelujah. So you need to, what, whatever you need to do to get understanding, he says, get it. Eh? In all that getting, get understanding. Look for that scripture, put it up there. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Whether you like it or not, the Bible says it's the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal, it's the most important thing in, your, in the whole world. Wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Wisdom is not available just like that. It says, get it. You look for it. You look, look for it. You look for it. And with all that getting, get understanding. You need to get understanding for yourself. It's important. That is why I keep listening. I keep watching. I keep listening. I keep watching. I keep listening. I keep watching. Why? I'm looking for wisdom. What's that wisdom that I need? To give me the edge in life. What is the understanding that I require to make me do more and get more results? So don't just be sitting around, folding your arms, looking into the skies. No. Get the wisdom. Get the understanding. For instance, the difference between you and the one who came in the morning is that you have come in the evening. It's a little difference. But it, will make a, it, will make, it looks like it's nothing. But it makes a very big difference. Makes a very, very big difference because you hear something that he will not hear. You have access to a certain kind of wisdom that he will not have, he doesn't have access to. Yes, it's so important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, um, yesterday, yesterday night, I was talking about three very important things that our ministry revolves around. Okay, whatever we teach in this church is. Either in the light of your work with God, okay, so we have my work, my work, my faithfulness. These are the three things that Love Economy Church is, you know, revolves around. Hallelujah. I can pick it from any mess, any subject. I can talk about the Holy Spirit and talk about the Holy Spirit with respect to your work. And I can also talk about the Holy Spirit with respect to your work. 
Hmm? And I can talk about the Holy Spirit with respect to your faithfulness. It's important. Senna, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will never go down in my life. Not when I have the word of God. Not when I have Jesus Christ. No. I've got Jesus in my life. I'm living for his glory. I'm on fire every day. Nothing can stop me. Doesn't matter what I face. I am getting bigger every day. Every day. You see where it starts from? I've got Jesus. The first thing is, I have Jesus in my life. The reason for all the things we are saying is from the first one. You may not think about the song much. You'll just be thinking, I'm getting bigger every day. No, it's not, it's not normal to get bigger every day. It's only those who are... Hmm, it's not what? It's not them. It's those who have Jesus in their lives and live for his glory are the ones who have the fire working and have every other thing working in their lives. Oh, yes. You can say, I'm getting bigger every day. You are not getting bigger every day. Because you don't mind Jesus. You don't talk to Jesus. Yes. Now we're the oh for physical. <laughs> so tonight I want to try and touch the other two briefly for you. Okay? You know, most Christians, unfortunately, have been deceived to think that serving the Lord. Is uh, is the responsibility of pastors and preachers and evangelists and prophets and papas and mammas, brother Ojes and sister Ojes, Ojawa and Oja. <laughs> it is a deception. No, Charlie, you see, I could have spoken about this in the morning. Uh, because we have more people here. The morning everywhere was full. You see. Uh, but God, God asked me to talk about this one at this time. Yes. So special people. But it's not everybody who is ready to hear it. Meanwhile, whether you like it or not. You might, you might, whether you like it or not. You see, as a Christian, are you born again? This job is so important to Jesus Christ that, like, serving the Lord, working for him, okay, and doing what he wills, is so important to him that when you get born again, as soon as you get born again, that's the first job you are given. I mean, how, who in his right senses will give a job to a, a, a freshly born baby? Will you give a job, like, the baby just came out, and then you say, go and fetch water for me. Have you watched Kiriku? Kiriku and uh, it's only in Kiriku that you can have that. It's only boss baby who can have that. That's the America type. The Kiriku is the African type. Kiriku, at least boss baby was born. This guy he walked out of his mother's womb. <laughs> Kiriku walked out of his mother's womb and cut his own umbilical cord. Hey. Africa is nice. <laughs> Listen, you can you can you can say whatever you want. You can say that 
power, there's no power of devil, whatever. When you come here, you will see. And you will know that there's something, there's something around. Yes. There are some people when they are going to their hometown, if they have a car, they park it in a car. And they take a bus and go to the because when you if the car goes to the hometown, the old lady, the old lady say, Hey, when did you come that you have bought a car? Wow, it's nice so as you are driving back. Crash, it's finished. Hallelujah. But God, God gives us this responsibility of serving him and doing his will. Okay? Of reconciling others. There are others that need to know what you know and need to hear what you hear. Do you see? Yes. Maybe you have become a pure sister. But there's another lady who needs to become pure like you are pure. You may think that you are not you are not on a certain level, but there's someone who needs to, he's not he's way down, way below. He wants to get to your level. Yes, maybe fornicate every now and then. There's someone who is he's inside. He can't help himself. Swimming in there. Hey! He needs help. God sends you and I out there to help others. 2 Corinthians 5, from verse 17. If any man be in Christ, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This is our new birth. Then he says, and all things are of God. All the things that are inside that new man, all the things you get as a result of being born again, are of God. All of them hail from God. They all, they all get their source from God. Then he says, God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, God who has brought us to himself, made peace between us and him through Jesus Christ. As soon as he makes peace with you through Jesus Christ, as soon as you believe in Jesus Christ, the next thing he does is that he gives you the ministry of reconciliation and has given to us the ministry, the job, the service, the word ministry is service, the service of reconciling others. As soon as you get born again, it's an amazing thing. It is so important to him that every child of God, everybody, ministry is for all. A lot of people have thought that ministry is for some people. Ministry is for all. If ministry were not, was not for all, none of these pastors sitting in front here would be pastors. Yes, and by the way, if you are a pastor, you are serving the Lord, you are not serving me. If you don't do what you are supposed to do. You see, I'm, I'm going about doing what God wants me to do. I don't care about what you think or what you don't think. I'm doing my own. When I die and I go, I'm going to face my Lord for myself. I have, I have my Lord in perspective. Not whether you are doing what you are doing or you are, not, you are not doing what you are supposed to do. It's up to you. If you increase the church, it's up to you. If you don't increase the church, it's up to you. I don't care. I'm not interested in having a big church. Love economy is a big church. It's all over. No. Let me do what I need to do. So you to do what you are supposed to do. Because the calling is you. As the Lord called you, it's you. It's not. I mean, what am I? I'm just a facilitator. That's it. I'm just a facilitator. I don't. I, I won't. I won't force myself to chase you all over the place. Do the work. Do do what you are supposed to. Do what you are supposed to do. Do do. Have you followed up on this person? Have you called this person? If you don't have wisdom enough, 
to call to say what you are supposed to say after all the things I've said to you I don't know what else to do with you yes I don't know what else to do with you yeah when you face the Lord then you can give the answers there oh yes 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 when you face the Lord you can and we don't know when you are going I know when I'm going but I don't know when you are going yes God showed it to me many years ago when I'll be, when I'll be leaving this earth Pastor you knows yes I told him yes many years ago I know. I don't know when, when you are going. By God's grace, God has revealed it to me. Because my death is supposed to glorify Jesus Christ in a certain way. Yes, so I know. But you don't know. Yes. Even though I know. I know I know mine. It's very far away. But I'm about my father's business now. Because all the years I have must be used for the Lord. I have to serve God before I die. I don't know when the Lord will change his mind. Even though he has shown it to me, he say, uh, have you changed your mind before? Have you changed your mind before? Have you changed your mind before? Some time ago, you were in love with someone. And then you changed your mind. I don't like you again. And there was until when you so. How do you say that in English? It has removed your eyes. Hey! God can also change his mind. Yes, God can change his mind and say, mm, you were supposed to die at 90. But because, you see, you are, I so. It has removed my eyes. As you are moving around, going up and down, you are not really doing anything. You are useless. You are rather sleeping with all the small girls that are around. If I keep you for another 50 years, how many ladies? Every year you do seven. Seven times five, seven, five, ten, five. That's 350 girls. No, 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 no. Come back, come back. In some studio, but it's not bench. No, be cover ball. Hallelujah. So you must be up and about. You must be doing what you're supposed to do. You don't know when he's going to come for you. You don't know. I, one of my one of my cousins passed on last year. He's the last person I thought would die. Last person. Up to date, I think about it. Can you imagine? Yes, I realized I have to pray about it to for it to leave my heart. Because I think about it serious. I'm like, hey, Charlie, how? Pastor, you know him. How? Pastor Corbin knows all these people know him. He's spoken in our church before. Here, even here. That's eh? for. Yeah. Can't you teach, talk to us about some things? Yes. How to be hard for the Lord, isn't it? Yes. He's gone. He's dead. Never. He's not going to be here on earth again. His work is done. It's finished. He can't add up. He can't do anything. He can't make changes. He can't augment anything. It's finished. It's gone. It's died at a very young age. Yes. Left a pregnant wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you see? I don't know when you are going to go. I don't know what you are going to say to the Lord. When he asks you, what did you do with your life? You see, and whether you like it or not, all of us, you see your, your pretty face here. You and I are going to stand before the Lord. It's a very, you will stand before the Lord. Corinthians That's the English word for what I just said. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All must say must must all must. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All of us, everybody, everybody. Mirabel, everybody, 
Yes, you will stand before the Lord on one of these days. Not a group, not love economy. What is love economy? What is alpha? <laughs> we are alpha. <laughs> If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> Listen, you are no, we are not going in groups. Even couples will not stand before the Lord together. If you were a wife and you were a demon, you were double to your husband, you will face Jesus Christ for yourself. This is judgment for all of God's children. There are different kinds of judgment. There's judgment of sin. There's judgment where... Uh, uh, um, we must see judgment, which is for Christians, okay? And then there's the judgment of the sheep and the goats. And then there's a white throne judgment, which is a final judgment for all sinners. But this one, judgment seat of Christ, is for every single believer. Are you born again? Yeah. It's what? He said it's very fearful. It is fearful. It's a fearful thing. So, look at this. He says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body. Let me move my shoes so that I can preach. I feel like I'm on fire. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. We must all appear. All of us, not some. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So, you see, <laughs> so whether, you see, whether you come to church or you don't come to church, it's like you are playing as you are a joke. Your madness is okay. No, you have a problem. You have what? You have a problem. Me, I'm, we are trying to help you get rewards in heaven and you are fighting us. What are you talking about? Who will lose at the end of the day? You will lose at the end of the day. Yes. If you know you use your life to serve God, you will see that at the end of the day, all the houses you built, the relationships you formed, the businesses you, you created, all the, it's all useless. All useless. It's nothing. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. That only, only, only what you did for the Lord will follow you. Revelation chapter 14 verse 13. And I heard a voice cry. Look at it. Revelation 14 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow. It is your works that will follow you out of this life. Yeah. Be one, is that you? Yeah. It is your works. Only your works for the Lord that will follow you out of this life. So, it's not how long you live in this earth. It's the quality of your work on earth. That makes a difference. One of our elders died, I think about five years or six years ago. Five years ago. Five, four years ago. Just like that. Young guy, he was just about 23. 23, yeah. He died. We couldn't find his body for almost one week. Yes, he had a car accident. He was going for his mother's funeral, his grandmother's funeral. Moving from Accra to Kumasi for his grandmother's funeral. And then he had a car crash and died. And we couldn't find him. Nobody knew where he was. We looked, went from, then we started going from Mog to Mog. Did you go some? You called. You had to make some calls in a certain region. Is, is there this person, whatever? Has there been an accident here? We had to find him, find his body. We found his body after five days or so. Yes. Wow. 
You see, it's his death. Don't be sad. Because before the guy died, he was working for the Lord. You see, he had nothing to do with what I see or do not see. The guy had an all night before he died. Personal all night praying for his church. All night. And then found a venue for his church before he died. He found the venue today. Made the call. I found this venue. This, 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 this. Gave the number of the person to the pastor. He was another. There was one the pastor. Gave the number of the, the, the owner to the pastor. And then had an all night. Prayed. I don't know what he prayed for. But he had a, I mean, if you, will you have an all night praying for a car? If you're having an all night, it means you're having, yeah, there's some wisdom. You know something. Personal all night. How many of us do personal all night? Have you ever done a, pre- like, only you? You are standing. 11 p.m. All the way to 4 a.m. Masoga. Adaba. Have you done some before? That guy was doing it. Had an all night. Throughout the day, whatever. In the, in the evening, he set out to come to Kumasi and he died. Yeah. It is his wives that are following him. Whether I'm in, whether I'm in perspective or not, or not, who am I? That you are looking at me like, like you are doing some things. It's like you are doing some things. So you are not doing anything for me. You are doing for what? me for, for, for what? My name is not on the church. Love, it's Love Economy Church. It's not my name. It's not Pastor T Economy Church. No. <laughs> Oti and Sons Incorporated. My personal property. It is for Jesus. And we are all given an opportunity to work for him. Yes. So you better take that opportunity and do what you're supposed to do. Yes. As a student, as a mother, as a wife, as a husband, as a worker, as a driver, as a whatever, whatever, as, a, as an architect, whatever it is, do what you're supposed to do because you must all you must all stand before the Lord. And it's only your works that will follow you. No cow will follow you. No husband will follow you. How many of you would want to die with your husband? You want to die with your husband? You don't even have one. You want to die. When it comes to death, everybody changes their mind. I tell you. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five verse ten. You like what I'm telling you? It's so important to work for the Lord. It's important. You can you can love Jesus till you die. If you don't work for Him, your love is fake. When you are in love, eh? Hey, how many of you have fallen in love before? Some are inside right now. You are inside. You are still inside. You are inside. Yeah. It's not easy. You you'll be there. Listen. You'll be there and the lady will call you. Baby. Oh, how are you? Can you, I want the color we lay that is at your junction. Can you bring some to me? Hey! Hey! This guy. You have so, Otuka. Last week, last week, yeah, last week. Last week. Oh, Charlie, why are you punishing someone's son like that? From Abrepo. From Abrepo. From Abrepo. So you can't tell me you are in love with Jesus Christ and not do anything like you are just there. Not even one soul. Nothing. You are just there all the time. You only come to church and go and you are doing worship. I love you, Lord. <laughs> I love you. Fake. Fake love. Fake love. 
fake love. You can roll on it in the church. I love you. No, you are just you are a roller in the church. Nothing else. Give another shout if you like my message. Yes, amplify version. Let's look at the amplify. Yeah. You love the Lord. Seven. With your life. Slow working. Someone must be in the house of God because of you. Three people must be established in the kingdom of God because of you. Yes. Someone must become a bishop because of you. Yes. Someone must become a pastor because of you. As you become something for yourself in the house of God. Someone must also become something because of you. Yes. So we must all appear and be revealed as we are before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each one may receive his pay. According to what he has done in the body. Whether good or evil. Considering what his purpose and motive have been and what he has achieved, it been busy with and giving himself and his attention to accomplish. What a what a message. This is what's this a clear. You you see, you can't escape this. There's no bribe. You can't pay bribe. You can't you can't use your beauty to escape it. No, no protocol, there's no protocol in heaven. No shortcuts, nothing. All of us. You can't hide behind Michael. Ask if Michael is moving and you do this. And then you, 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 can't, you can't hide. Next verse, verse 11. Verse 11. Therefore, being conscious, look what it says, therefore, being conscious of, of fearing the Lord with respect and reverence. You must fear. And King James says, therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord. Look at King James. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men because it's, 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 it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. One day you stand before the Lord. You see all these people who are standing doing ushering work. They will be paid for it. The Lord will pay them. All those of you who bring people to the house of God. Trying to establish them. This girl you are, you are, going, you are trying to bring this girl. Establish a girl in the house of God. It's not mine. She's not minding you. She's banging the door against you. You call her. She's not picking. Every now and then you see her somewhere. And then you rush to go and see. All the, thing, all the time you are spending to do all those things. You'll be wondered. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. Yes. Revelation 2, 22, 12. Yes. Behold, I come quickly. Look at it. Revelation 22, 12. Jesus talking. If you have a good Bible, it's in red. 22, 12. And behold, I come quickly. This is Jesus talking. I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Like Jesus is coming here. It has to do with what your work has been. Not what your love has been. What your work has been. No work no reward. Yes, what it has been. Yes, I'm, I'm even talking about the work for now. When we start talking about the quality of the work, it's also another thing. Yeah, because it's not just working, but the quality. Working out of your heart with love for the Lord. Yes. Motivated by love. It's so important. But ministry is not for some people. You get to like, oh, it's, 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 uh, it's those who have gone to Bible school. What do you mean by those who have gone to Bible school? Do you see anybody who has gone to Bible school in the Bible? <laughs> exactly like that. You are too beautiful. You can't talk to anybody about Jesus Christ. You come to church like this. Your hairstyle is too nice. When the wind is blowing, it blows the hell like that. My sister, use your beauty for the Lord. Yes, change your life. Be strong for the Lord. 
Yes. Change their life. Wow. Establish somebody in the house of God. It's important too. Sally, all jokes aside, it's important. All jokes aside. That is what the Lord is looking for. What else is the purpose of your salvation? God saved you to serve him. We are saved to serve. That's what you are saved for. You need to work for the Lord. You need to work for the Lord. The Lord rewards all those who work for him. Hebrews chapter, chapter 4, verse 6. Chapter 6, verse 10, rather. Hebrews 6, 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed toward his name. You have showed toward in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. God is not unrighteous to forget. Every single thing you do for the Lord, he will, he will, he will remember. On that day when you stand before him, he will remember everything you have done for him and he will reward you. He will reward you. Don't be a Christian who just goes and comes. You see, you just come and then you go. And then you come and then you go. And then you come. You can do that for some time. But get understanding. Let that understanding send you around to do the Lord's bidding. Yes. To do the Lord's... You see, you don't have to go to Bible school. That concept that, oh, this thing, this the ministry is for is for professionals, it's for some people, it's for the clergy, it's for the priests. It's demonic. And it is in the Bible that it is demonic. Eh? It is what? And Jesus himself said that I hate it. I hate it. Let me show it to you. Revelation chapter 2. Wow. Revelation chapter 2 verse 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Continue, please. Remember therefore from whence you have fallen, and repent, and do the first works. You see, we are saved as sons, to become sons and daughters of God. We are also saved to become servants of God. And we are judged as servants of God, not as sons and daughters of God. So, we are not judged as a son or a daughter. You are judged as a servant. All of us are servants of God. You are a servant of God. Everybody. Everybody. Your labor is up to you. So me, I don't look at anybody to work for the Lord. I don't. I, don't look. I only look at people who are working for the Lord to inspire me to do more. That's all I look at. I don't look at those who are not doing anything. You are an elder. You don't move an inch. You are a pastor. You are, you are always demotivated. Oh, you are a joke. I'm not interested. All the years you are, you, are, you are evaporating away, you account for them. Yes. All the years of being a pastor. You've been a pastor for five years. You don't have something to show. All the years, that, all the months that you were lying in bed, not doing anything. You know what you're supposed to do, but you're not moving. Giving yourself excuses. You will see in heaven people who had wilder problems like than you have you are you had. And did the work. And you'll be shocked that you will not have an excuse. You will not have anything to say. You'll be surprised. You will be surprised. You are a leader. You know what you're supposed to do. When we say, Why are your people? Oh, uh, you start crying. You don't know, stop crying before me. There's a better, bigger place to cry. <laughs> There's a bigger place to cry. Reserve your tears for that day. 
Oh yeah. Reserve your tears for that day. It's like you are, oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. When I try to do this, when I try to do this. Listen, get the message, motivate yourself, encourage yourself, and do. Do what you're supposed to do. Oh, yes. Remember that, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I'll remove your candlestick out of this place, except thou repent. Jesus is into removing candlestick. He's into removing your light. Demoting you. And it's like sometimes we forget, Christmas forgets that these things are in the Bible. Yes. God has given you a responsibility, you are not doing it. He will remove you. You will still have it. You will still have the title, pastor, elder, shepherd, Shapiro, whatever. <laughs> Shapiro. What? Like so. Yeah. 30 years. Out. Wow. Next verse. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. There's something called the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which later on became a doctrine. If you go to verse 12, go down. Revelation chapter 2. This time around. Verse 12. And so the angel of the church in Pergamos write, These things here, he which has a sharp sword with two edges. This is Jesus, right? I know thy works. Next verse. <laughs> Whenever he's writing the church, he says, I know your works. Not I know your love, I know your works. Next verse, next verse, go to the next verse. But I have a few things against thee because thou hast there them, them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idols, and to commit fornication. Verse 15. So hast thou also them that had hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. So there's a, there's a deed that became a doctrine called the deed and the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Okay? It's sometimes called Nicolaitanism. Nicolaitanism. Eh? And this word Nicolaitans is from two words. Nikos. Two Greek words. Nikos and Laos. Okay? Nikos and Laos. Everywhere you go, you read in your Bible. Laos, people, the word people is translated Laos. Okay? You can check it. Laos. And the word Nikos is a word to conquer. If you put it together, it means to conquer the people. To conquer the people. And the doctrine or the deed is such that it, it's what propagates the concept that the work is for some people. It's for the priests. The work of the ministry is for the priests. The rest of the people should go to the Lord and go and do whatever they want to do. At the end of the week, they should come to church and sit down like this. Preach to them and take offering from them. And make money out of them. And it was something we do what? We'll do fasting for you. We'll talk to God for you. We'll pray for you. Everything. We'll do every, all, your, all the spiritual things. Hand it over to us. And you be carnal. Bring us money at the end of the day. That's Nicolaitanism. Eh? Yes, this one says, this amplifies says, the teachings of, uh, you, are, you also have some who, in a similar way, are clinging to the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Those corrupt tests of people, which thing I hate. They corrupt the people. They conquer the people to conquer the to, to conquer the people from doing God's work and conquering them eternally. <laughs> conquering them to not have any eternal reward. It's a very serious thing. It's like, oh, be comfortable. Get a job. Be happy. No, no. Don't, don't think about it. Like, get a job. Be happy. Do whatever you want to do. You can come to church on Sunday. If that's what you can do, just come to church on Sunday. But make sure your tithe is coming. Yeah. 
Make sure you are, I mean, what you're supposed to do is you, you do it. I'll read the Bible for you. I'll meditate for you. Yeah. It, it's a problem. And many, many children of God are in that particular thing right now as I'm talking to you. Yes. Is it not true? They are not interested. It's like we need to force you. Yes. To do something for God. It has become a big problem. Big problem. We have to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. If you like, let's say that next Sunday everybody should bring one person to church. You'll be surprised at the difficulty. Because I was preaching, I was preaching about some of these things. I, was, I just got tired. I said, I'm tired, I'm going. Yes. I, I, what, what else do you want us to say? We are trying to get you to have eternal rewards. You say you are building my church. Some people have said that we are building. Oh, he's talking so that we can build, we can build this church. You are a joke. As though when I die, I'll take the church, I'll put the church in my pocket and go. <laughs> no. This is the church of Jesus Christ. And all of us, all of us, all of us, all, not some, all are called. All are called to serve the Lord. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. And he gave some pastors, some, sorry, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the purpose of perfecting the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Our job is to perfect you so that you can do the work of the ministry, which is edifying the body of Christ. We are to build, the word edify means to build up. We are to build the body of Christ. The body of Christ is the church. All of us must build the church. Everybody. My job is to train like what I'm doing now, to talk to you about these things so that you'll be motivated and encouraged to do what God wants you to do. Amplify says, his intention was a perfection and the full equipping of the saints. His consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering toward building up Christ's body. That is the church. Have you seen it? Yes. You were not born a pastor. Most of you are not interested in becoming pastors. Out of all of us, maybe it was pastor. He was interested in becoming a pastor. He was very spiritual. Yes. He was going to be a priest, and the Lord saved him. Like by now. <laughs> he was going to be a Catholic priest, I tell you. Yes. Very nice name of Father Eugene. What would Pastor Sherry do? Hallelujah. Most of us, we are, we, are, we are all not interested in being pastors. But because of the word of God that we heard, that's why we are pastors. It's because of the word of God that, oh, I was not a pastor for, I like business, I like money. Yes. I really liked money. Pa. Yes, because we didn't have much of it when we were growing up. Oh, what, Charlie? Go for the money, man. Go for the money. Yes, it's important. Yes. Rich dad, poor dad. I read it in and out. Yes. Wanted to do a, a, a real estate without even having any. We didn't have a block. Right? We didn't know the price. <laughs> yeah, because it was doing real estate. So it's like you need to do real estate. Hey! <laughs> I was interested in business. Yes. Try. Let's. Whatever we need to sell. I've sold. I've sold. Laptops, hard drives, yogurts. I've sold a lot of things on campus. Yes, to survive. They'll be there. <laughs> but I'm preaching. Why? Scriptures. 
what the word says, when you look at the future, you see, if you look at the future, and uh, it is uh, doing your master's is what to do everything for you. Like you, you had you had a vision of that. Doing your master's is what to make you become something in life. What will you do the next day? You are applying sharp. You are going to do the master's, isn't it? Well, when you look into your future, proper, proper, there's, a, there's an exam coming. It's called BMC judgment. Yes. And the preparation for it is to win souls and stabilize them in the house of God. Change many lives all around the world. It's to say, God, do the Lord's bidding. God said concerning David, I have found my servant David. Okay? A man after my own heart. Who will do all my will? He is after my heart, and he will do all my... That's Acts chapter 13, verse 22. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also God gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who, for who shall fulfill all my will. He will do all my will. God has a will. What is God's will? God's will is in 2 Timothy, eh? chapter 2. Verse what? First Timothy, First Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. God who wills, this is he was talking about. Go to verse 3. Maybe they think that somebody else is maybe it's, uh, Pastor Shady's name that is there. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Okay, so the next statement is about God our Savior. Do you agree? Have you gone to school? What's what? <laughs> go back. <laughs> what, uh, what's it called? That's a semicolon. What does it mean? That what is coming next is from Nobiso. Okay. So God, our Savior, who will have all men, his will is that he wills to have all men to be saved. And wills to have all men come to the knowledge of the truth. That's what he wills. He wants everybody. Not, not only men. All men and women. All human beings to come to the, to the saving knowledge of God. He wants everybody to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. That's his will. When Jesus was living on the, the earth, in Matthew 28, verse, verse 18, is, go to Matthew 28, verse 18. This is the will of God. This is the will of God. He wills that all men be saved. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Therefore, go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. That means get them born again. When he says baptizing the name, them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, what he means is that get them born again. You see, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the, the world. Amen. This is the will of God. Jesus showed us what his will was. He wants um, and he wants us to go to the ends of the world. So there's nothing wrong with you spending your life in Uganda as a Ghanaian young man with his wife. You're, you, are in, you are in Uganda and you are there to save souls to get them born again, to raise them for the Lord, to change their lives, to preach to them, to help them. That's, that's, that is your life. And send them, raise them and send them to other places. That should, be, that should be your vision. Not, I want to be a doctor who earns $30,000 every month in, in a certain place. No. You can have that. There's nothing wrong with having that. But as you have that, you know why you have that. You have that because of the gospel. The gospel is the reason for your existence. 
the will of God is the reason for your existence. The purpose of God is the reason for your existence. Why do you want to be used for something else that you are not made for? Everything is functioning as it's supposed to. Only Christians are not functioning as they're supposed to. Most Christians are not functioning as they're supposed to. Right? You will function as you're supposed to in Jesus' name. You are different. Say, I'm different. I'm different. Say it again, I'm different. I'm different. I'll do what the Lord wants me to do. Hallelujah. Yes. He wills that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That is it. I found David who will do all my will. The Lord must find you who will do all of his will. Our generation must not go and be plunged into darkness. It's like God is not important in our generation. Have you noticed? It's true. Have you noticed? It's like God is not important in our generation. Everything is turned upside down. Sex is, is raining. Sex is raining. Let's move in together. It has come to Ghana. Yeah. Let's move in together. Cohabitation. It's not God. It's not from the Lord. Yeah. Hey. It's like these people, you are all cohabiting or something. It's like, they are looking at me quietly, so I was wondering. You will stand before the Lord. And you say, when you were supposed to be preaching for me, you were cohabiting. So you couldn't have confidence to preach concerning me and raise somebody. You were having sex all over the place. There are things that destroy what you are supposed to do. Those are, those are some of the things that destroy. Yes. Destroys it. Yes. You don't have, it steals your confidence. It makes you feel guilty all the time. All the time. It overthrows you. You can't think straight. Yes. As I'm preaching, you're having sex. You have named the pawn Bishop Isaac Otibuatin. The folder. But your roommates will not open it. Hey! Hallelujah. Say, I'm different. Say it again, I'm different. I'm different. Yes. Wow. I want to serve you, Lord, with all of my heart, with everything I have. Yes, that is your life's purpose. Yes, we are called to serve. We are called to change lives. We are called to bring many. You see, we are, we are not many here. We are not many here. Yes, there are many more out there. We can be 2,000 here. Still, it's not enough. Oh yes, it's still not enough. If there are people out there who are not in the house of God. It's not correct. We have to do something about it. But the ministry is not for some people. It's for everybody. All of us. It is for all. It is for all. What do you say? Yes. We are all saved and he has called us with an holy calling. Which one is that? 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. Yeah. Look at 2 Timothy 1 9. Yes. God who has saved us and called us with an holy calling. Not according to our works. But according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world. He saved us and he has called us. Yes. Saved and called. I had a, call, a, a camp last week called All, All Are Called Camp. And I preached about this particular scripture. Yeah. The different types of calling. When we say calling, people don't understand. 
Yes. We are called unto about 13 things. There are 13 things that every Christian is called to. And I, I use the come between to talk about those 13 things. Yes. Oh, yes. 13 things. Plenty. We are called to be saints or called saints. So you, are, you have a calling to sainthood. I tell you. Yes. It's called to sainthood. Hey, it's not a small thing. Oh. Yes. 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 Anyways. Oh, say all are called. Say I'm called. Say it again, I am called. Am I convincing you that you are called? That is why all of us will stand before the Lord. He didn't say for pastors will stand before the Lord. No, all of us. Oh. I don't know what you are going to say to Jesus Christ on that day. Do you have plans? What are your plans? <laughs> Ask me, neighbor, what are your plans on that day? Ask your neighbor, what are your plans on that day? What do you plan on doing? Any plans? Your works have to speak. Oh. Yes. Your works for Jesus must speak on that day. Yes. You have to show working. You have to show practical human beings that you have raised for the Lord. Yes. Practical human being that you have raised for the Lord. Yeah. On that day, eh, you will be presenting people. If you read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25, the Bible says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might cleanse it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself. A glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. This is what Jesus wants. He wants to present the church, which is his bride, his wife, to himself on that day. But actually, if you read in the Bible, you realize that it is not, it's not Jesus who presents the church to himself. Jesus depends on individuals. He depends on you and me to present others as I'm being presented. Someone, some people present me. Bishop Dag will present me. You know what? Well, there was a day I was with Bishop Dag, and he said something. He said that, you know, I'm going to have... I'm going to have uh, fruit out of your work. Yeah. Say, I, have to, I have to guide you well because I'm going to have fruit out of your work. Yes, very, very conscious. Because it's the truth. Almost everything I'm doing in ministry is from him. Almost. Yes, I follow Pastor Chris. I follow Bishop Pedro. So you have some from some of those places. Reverend George, of course. You see. Uh-huh. But he says, I'll have fruits. Yes. That's what he said. I'll have fruits. In your mind, he wants more. He wants more. That is why he's writing books. Because when you read the book and you get an idea, rewards. Oh yeah. When you listen to the message and it does something for you, rewards. Yes, it's called. It's, it's like network marketing. God is the author of network marketing. Presentation. The presentation on that day, the Bimasi judgment is actually a day of presentation. It's a day of presentation, and it's all over in the Bible. First what? Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. For what is our hope? This is Paul talking. He says, for what is our hope? Or our joy, or crown of rejoicing. Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? So, at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be presented. You will be presented. Everybody will be presented. You see? Yes. So, who are you presenting on that day? Colossians chapter 1, verse 28. Look at Colossians 
one. Let's read from verse 27. It's okay. Let me read from verse 27. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Whom we preach, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, so that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Paul knew that he was going to present people perfect in Christ Jesus. So he needed to raise them for the Lord, because on that day we are going to present. So in, 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 in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2, Paul said, For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. Look at it. 2 Corinthians 11, 2. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. So on that day, someone is going to present you. All those who are involved in your life have raised those, the one who got you born again. The one who raised you in, in, in Sunday school. The one who raised you when you were in secondary school. The one who raised you when you were in university. The one who raised you after university. Up to the point you are, all of us will come together on that day to present you. Because all of us were involved in raising you at the point. So all of us, you are, you are our reward. So Philippians chapter 3 verse 1. Look at Philippians 3 1. Paul said that, I know. Finally, my brethren, rejoice. No, verse, chapter 4 verse 1. Not this one, chapter 4 verse 1. Therefore, my, my brethren, dearly beloved and long for. Then he says, my joy. He calls the people, my joy and my crown. So stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. He didn't joke with them because they were dear to him. That guy that you are bringing to church should be very dear to you. Because on that day, all the work you are doing in his life, when he's been presented, you and some other people who did whatever in his life will present him on that day. Oh, yes. So some of us will, pre- because I'll present you too. Yeah. I present you together with Pastor Kobe with the shepherd who is taking care of you. All, all of us together, we are presenting you. When they call your name, ah, Lord, we are presenting you. This is your wife. We are bringing your wife. All of us are married to the Lord. Whether you are a male or female, we are all married to the The Lord is the male. We are all, we are all females. Yes. Biblically speaking, we are all females and he's the male. And all of us are going to be presented to him as chaste virgins. Therefore, my beloved, my, my dear, go back to uh, 2 Corinthians 11 verse, verse 2. So who are you going to present? I don't know who you are presenting. Honestly. I don't know the number of people you are presenting on that day. Yes, I don't know who. Who can you trace that Charlie, I did this, person, this thing in this person's life. I got this person born again. The person may, you may have gotten the person born again. The person is not in, it's not in church. But you will, be, you will receive your reward for leading the person to God. Oh yes. Everyone you get born again, you receive a reward for. Keep your finger here. Where are we going again? John chapter 4, verse 34. Go down. Go to verse um, 39. I don't want us to read too much, okay? 36. Go to 36. 35. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are quite already to harvest. Jesus, Jesus was talking about the harvest of souls, because he had harvested some souls on that day. And the disciples were asking him questions, him questions, and he was talking about the harvest of souls. He says, lift up your eyes. Don't say that there's nobody, everybody around is born again. It's not true. Many who are not born again, that needs to be led to the, to the Lord. He says, and he that reapeth, receiveth wages. The one who reaps, receives wages. And gathereth fruits unto eternal life. The one who reaps, the one who gets the person born again, receives wages. So you'll be paid. Wages is salary. Since the one who reaps, receives his salary. All the work you are doing, you receive your salary. You should be thanking God. Whenever you knew that, you should thank God that you have been sent to do something for the Lord. I tell you. I always thank God that he has given me the opportunity to do what I'm doing. Yes. 
Yeah? It's a great privilege. Because some people were shown the way and they couldn't even see it. Thank God I could see that this is the right thing. I can be talking to you now, you may not be seeing what's going on. I pray that your eyes are open. Yes, your eyes must be open. You can't, you can't be, be thinking that, oh, this one is not, it's not. You don't know when you are going home. You don't know when you are going home. People slept healthy and never woke up. It's finished. It's what? Finished. It's finished. You can't do anything. It's done. He that repairs receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal. That both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. On that day, the one who sowed, you know, sometimes you can preach to somebody and the person does not give their life to Christ. Have you seen that before? Yes. It's the seed that you sowed. Someone else will come and preach and the person will get born again. The person will reap the person into eternal life. But the one who sowed the first seed and the one who reaped will receive their reward. Sometimes the reaping is also with respect to the one who raised the person. And maybe you got the person born again. But this other person raised the person in Christ and made the person become something. You sowed, the person reaped. All of you. He says you receive eh, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. On that day they'll be rejoicing. The rejoicing is as a result of the people you present. I just showed it to you. Philippians chapter 4 verse 1. Go back to Philippians 4 1. Therefore my brethren, my dearly beloved and long for my joy. Every one of them is your joy and they are your crown. We just read the first Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19, if you remember. For what is our hope and joy? The joy that we have on that day is, uh, it says, our crown of rejoicing. Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? What is coming when you stand before the Lord? When you come and you stand before the Lord, we'll start rejoicing. You are my crown, you are my joy. Who is your crown? Who is your joy? You must have a crown. Tell anybody you must have a crown. You must have a joy. Yes, for you are glory and joy. Have you seen it? Yes. So who will be presenting? I will present Pastor Egypt. When he's been presented, I will be there. The one who got him born again, I didn't get him born again. The one who got him born again will be there. The one who raised him in secondary school, wherever. They will all present him together. We will all rejoice together. When he's receiving his rewards, all his rewards will be inside. All his rewards, I will be inside. Those people will also be inside. Yes, oh yes. We'll get our own. Yes. We are cashing in big time. Yes. <laughs> Who are you going to cash in from? Check your balance. Hallelujah. Sometimes, okay, let me say this and I'll close. One of the major things that prevents Christians from doing God's work is their problems. You never, you never feel good enough. How many of you notice? Like you are watching pawns. Like, Lord, can I serve you with my pawn addiction? Only these people know what I'm talking about. Let me go there. Let me come here. Yes. So you are wondering, is, is, is God going to accept me? You have done some abortions before. You have done 17 abortions. So you wonder, am I, am I good enough for this thing? I'm a weeite. I'm into smoking weed. Mission tampe. First and foremost, mission tampe. I. We sound on tampe farm. <laughs> 
So you wonder, like, am I, am I also, you get it, after all the things I have done, or even what I am even doing now, what right do I have to serve the Lord? Can I serve the Lord? Can I be used by God? Oh. You see, God is the number one restorer. If I show you the things God has done to help you serve him, you'll be shocked. One of the first people, okay, who had this problem that you have was Peter in the Bible. Yes, Peter, Apostle Peter, the great apostle, the senior man. Peter, Peter denied Jesus. No, it's a very serious thing. Someone you have eaten with, slept on the same bed with, walked with for three and a half years. He he has prayed for your mother-in-law. You prayed with him several times. You've seen him transfigure. You had visions, encounters. And, and said, wow, this is Moses and this is Elijah. Wow, let us make three boots. One for you. Let's stay here forever. He gave you the privilege to walk on water. You cut someone's ears. You are going to put in prison. You put their ears back so that you don't be put in prison. No matter case. Yes. Great catch. Someone you said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. All these things. When Jesus was in trouble, when they caught Jesus. You see? Jesus, the, the, the judgment, where they were judging him, was inside. But then the doors were opened. And Peter was outside drying his hands. Like he was trying to get some heat. Because the place was very cold and Jesus was naked. Yes. And some people came and, one lady came and said to Peter, Ah, Sally, I know you. Don't you, you look, look like the man. I, I know that you are, you are his, you know him. He said, eh. This is Jesus' assistant, direct assistant. He said, just imagine Pastor you saying, swearing heaven and earth that he has not seen me before. Or Pastor Kobe saying that, I, I swear my father can't do that. I've never seen Pastor T before. Who is he? What is that? And just, just try and wrap your mind around it. <laughs> Yeah. Peter said, I swear. He began to curse. Three, three times. He began to curse and say, I don't know this man. What do you mean? This is why I don't like coming here. What's all this? As he was talking, Jesus' eyes met his eye. Yes. It's in the Bible. Jesus, Jesus turned and his eye, their eyes met. And then the cock grew. Because Jesus has said it. You see, Jesus, Jesus prophesied to you. He told him that, listen, before, before the evening, the night, and before morning comes, and by dawn, before the cock crows three times, you, before the cock crows, you have denied me three times. Peter said, who, me? No, all men should leave you. I will be with you. I'll always be with you. Peter was overconfident. I'll die for you. You know, Peter should have, by the prophecy that Jesus gave, Peter should have been in bed with, under a blanket, sleeping at the dawn. Lock the door and throw the keys away so that the prophecy does not come to pass. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> but he was there. Can you imagine? God too confident. Yes. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt die me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. The guy had he realized that he had failed. So sometimes you realize you have failed. You know what you are supposed to, but you, you just can't climb up to it. Have you ever seen some before? Has it ever happened to you? Yes. 
is one of the major things that prevents us from doing the ministry. Our failings, our errors, our challenges. If you also wait for the challenges to vanish before you serve the Lord, you'll be 75 and you have not done anything. Because there are challenges at each level of life. There are problems that you have when you are in your teens. There are another set of problems when you have, you have when you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s. Different sets. It never ends. So if you say you are going to wait till you are so pure before you serve, it will never happen. Hallelujah. So what are we going to do? God is there in your life. Jesus is in your life to restore you and help you. And tonight the Lord is here to restore you and help you to be able to serve him. Because you need to serve him. You need to do what you're supposed to do for the Lord. You may, you may, have, had, you may, may, you may have a past. You may have a past. Very old past. When Jesus rose from the dead, the first thing he said to his angel, the angel that came, was to wait and tell the ladies who will come that they should go and go and tell his disciples. And Peter, Jesus mentioned Peter's name to the angel that mentioned Peter's name. That I go to my father and to his father. I go to my God and to his God. Just to let, yes, just to let him know that he had forgiven him. Because when, Jesus, when he came, the ladies came to come and say that Jesus has risen from the dead, Peter was the first person who stood up and started running. He was running with speed and John followed. As they were going, getting closer to the tomb, he started slowing down. Because he started remembering what he had done. What, what will I say to him? Because the last discussion he had with Jesus was denial. That was the last interaction he had. Was betrayal. So he was wondering what he remembered. He said he was, he was glad to go and see, but then he started remembering. Sometimes you'll be there and you start remembering the things you have done. The devil brings things to your mind. When you start, when you try to do something for the Lord, you want to come out and do what God wants you to do. The, the devil starts bringing things to your mind. Ah, now who is this one that is coming to do? Hey, this thing, this thing is for, it's for holy men. Oh. It's for holy women. Oh. It's for holy girls. Look at you. You are just 19. Look at the things you have done in your life. Do you remember that big man? That's this one, this one, this one that you did this with. You come to say somebody, so how can you preach? You can't preach. How you all the things you have done? The lies, the killing. You have killed somebody. Yes, you, I, I know someone had killed somebody. Yes, he was in church and he had killed somebody. Yes. Can you imagine? He had killed somebody. Not abortion, he had killed. Murdered somebody. Yes. The guilt was amazing. I, 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 can't, I can't do these things for the Lord. Jesus said, go and tell Peter that I have arisen. Peter was feeling guilty, so he couldn't. So Jesus knew how bad he was feeling. He had to restore him. So Jesus knew your life to restore you. Are you in the church? Yes. Jesus is in your life to restore you. He is the priest. He is our high priest of mercies. He, can, he, he shows mercy for our errors. He became a human being so he will know how it feels. You can't say God does not know how I feel. God, he knows exactly how you feel. You can't say he doesn't understand how I feel. He has been a human being and he understands what you feel. Yes. All that you are feeling he has felt before. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17. Look at Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17. For we have not an hype. 2 verse 17. 
Wherefore, in all things, it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful priest in things pertaining to God. You see, he says, it be, it, let's read BB or Amplified, whichever one will make it easier for everybody to understand. Because of this, it was necessary for him to be made like his brothers in every way, human beings in every way, so that he might be a high priest full of mercy. Jesus is a high priest full of mercy. And keeping faith in everything to do with God. Making offerings for the sins of the people. He makes offerings for your sins. You see, he's a high priest who can, he knows what you are going through because he was tempted in all points. That's in chapter 4 verse, verse 15, what we were showing us earlier. Go to Hebrews 4.15. For we have not, let's read BBA. Because of this, Hebrews 4. 15, baby. But we have not a high priest who is not able to be touched with the feelings of our feeble flesh. He's able to be touched with the feelings of all the feelings you have. Hmm? All the feelings. Wild feelings. Things that are boiling in you. The feelings of jealousy. He has felt it before. The feelings of unforgiveness. He has felt it before. The feelings of hatred. He has felt it before. Yes, he's felt all those feelings that you feel that you, f- you, you believe that are not good enough. Like it's like because of this, you are, you, are, you are a very bad person. You can't do anything for the Lord. He has felt all those things. Yes. The depression you are feeling, he has felt it before. Yes. For well, we have not a high priest who is not able to be touched by the feelings of our flesh. But we have one who has been tested in all points, as we ourselves are tested, but without sin. He can feel what you feel. Jesus appeared to restore, to, to restore Peter. Yes. In John chapter 21, he appeared again to restore. He, 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 restore, he tries to restore him three times. Just so that he can do what he wants to. Because he doesn't have, When is Jesus going to have another person? Another assistant? And train him and do whatever and all of He can't have any. This is the same Peter who has betrayed me that I'm going to use. So let me help him. Jesus has that mindset. He wants to help you. Because you are the one who's going to use. There's no other person who's going to use to touch the people who are in your world. You are the one who's going to use. So he has to restore you. He appeared to him in John chapter 21 and restored him. He asked him, do you love me? Peter said, Peter had now developed uh, uh, an anti-promise type of life. He didn't want to promise anything. When Jesus said, do you love me? He said, ah. Jesus said, do you love me unconditionally? He said, I love you as a brother. He didn't want any problems. Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? said, Charlie, you know all things. After saying that, now he says, you know all things. You know what I will do. I don't want to promise anything. Jesus said, he said, I like you. Jesus said, I like you too. But feed my sheep. Jesus restored him so that he can feed, feed the sheep. He can do what he needs him to do. He can work. So God restores you. God's mercy for you is so that you can do what he wants you to, he wants you to do. Feed his sheep. Feed his lambs. And after he has restored you, he is strong in your life to help you jump over all the temptations. All the temptations that will come. Don't say that, oh, me, this is how I am. This sin, I can't stop. No, Jesus is in your life to help you stop every sin. Amazingly, he's in your life to, to give you mercy and also in your life to help you jump over every sin. Every challenge that will come in the future so that you can serve him. Yes. All that is in the Bible. Hebrews chapter 2, Hebrews chapter uh, chapter 4, verse, we just read verse 15. He says, he, he was tempted in all points, yet without sin. Because he was tempted in all points and yet without sin, he is able to help you. You see, look at this. Let, therefore, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, 
that we may obtain mercy. Two things. Obtain mercy. Mercy for our errors. And also to find grace to help in the time of your need. So when you need, the lady has stripped naked. Your, your PP is on like this. You say to the Lord, Lord, help me. Help me not do what I'm supposed to, I'm going to do. The Lord will help you. The PP will come down. You wear your shorts and you say, young lady, the Lord bless you. Shall draws. Let's go forward in life. He's able to help you not do the wrong. Are you in the church? He's able to help you not do the wrong. That's his purpose in your life. He gives you mercy for your, for your wrongs and gives you strength to jump over the problems. He's able to help you. Go back to Hebrews chapter 2. We read verse 17. Now let's read verse 18. For having been put to the test himself, he's able to give help. To others when they are tested. So when you are being tested, he's able to give you help. To jump over the hurdle. Because he himself jumped over the hurdle. He knows how to help you jump over the hurdle. He'll give you help. You are going to lie. The lie is on your tongue. Remember, Lord, help me. The the lie will vanish. He will help you tell the truth in the midst of of the problem. Yes, he's able to help you. When you are tested. Because he was tested in all points without sin. And therefore, he can help you. He has felt what you are feeling. He has gone the way you are going. So stop saying, I'll do the wrong, I'll confess, you forgive me, and he'll give me mercy. That's foolishness. He's there in your life to help you jump over all the problems of your life. Why? So that you can serve him. 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 Because he needs you to serve, he needs you to bear fruits. Because on that day, I don't know, he, he wants you to have he wants you to have good answers. He wouldn't want you to have, have nothing to say and appear empty. Appear empty. The kingdom of heaven is like a man going to a far country who gave his servants talents. He called one and gave him five talents. He called another, gave him two talents, he called one and gave him one talent. And when he came back, he came for accounts. There's a day coming when you come for accounts. He wants you to trade with what you have and get more. He wants you to do with what, something with what he has he's told you so that you can bring fruit. He, he likes it when you bear fruit. You have not chosen him, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. God wants you to bear fruit. So he will do everything to help you bear fruit by forgiving you your sin and helping you jump over every single sin, that, every single problem that comes in your life. And encourage you, motivate you to do what he wants you to do. So be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. No matter what has happened in your past. Including what happened last night. And what happened this afternoon. It's a new day. It's a new day. Forgive yourself. Receive the message of God. And serve God. Listen. No matter what, don't let any let don't let anything slow you down. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep doing what God wants you to do. Keep serving God. Hallelujah. Yes. I hope you are listening to what I'm saying. Yes. Keep serving God. It's important you don't miss it. Okay? Keep doing it. Keep going. Sometimes, as a Christian, the devil brings things your way. Many temptations, many tests to entangle you, sins to beset you, 
that you, you look away from the, everything that will be set you unto Jesus. I must serve him with my life. Say, I'll serve him with my life. Say it again, I'll serve him with my life. Hallelujah. I see you on that day before the Lord. And I still giving good account of yourself. Yes. A soul winner. A soul discipler. Yes. For when for the time you ought to be teachers. There's a time when you ought to be a teacher. I see you standing before the Lord receiving your crowns. The crown of life. The crown of righteousness. The crown of glory. Receiving all your crowns in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not miss out on anything. You will serve the Lord. You will work for the Lord. Because now you know that all are called. I'm called to do what I'm supposed to do. To serve the Lord. To reconcile many to the Lord. Talk to the Lord right now. Tell the Lord to help you. Lord, help you. Help me. If you need to receive mercy, tell the Lord I receive mercy now. I receive mercy for my failings, for my faults. And I receive grace to help me in time of my need. To be able to go the way you want me to go. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He has chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruits. You will bring forth fruits. On that day, you will not come before him empty. You will come before him with multiplied effects, multiplied fruits. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm seeing the Lord's hand stretched out to you, embracing you, and whispering mercy and forgiveness to you. Yeah. What you did is not bigger than God. What you did is not bigger than God. If God had mercy on Paul, he will have mercy on you. If God gave grace, Paul's grace to do. I labored abundantly more than them all, yet not I, by the grace of God which was with me. The Lord is granting you grace, help. For your time of need. For your time of need. So that you can serve him. So that you will not be guilty. You will not have guilt in your life. Condemned all the time. You will be confident to do what he wants you to do. Hallelujah. Another thing that prevents us, tries to prevent us from doing what God wants us to do, from serving God, is problems with our health. When you are ill, you can't do what God wants you to do. When you're uncomfortable in your body, that's why your, your body is so important to the Lord. If I preached more, I would have spoken to you about how important this body of yours is to the Lord. This is your body. It's very important to the Lord. It is the same body that, that will be resurrected on that day. The same body. So, when it is challenged with health, 
it reduces your effectiveness, reduces your fruitfulness. So maybe there's some sickness that is running, something chronic in your heart, in your lungs, in your mind, in your ears, in your eyes. That prevents you from doing, you want to move, but because of the pain that you have in your body, you can't move. So you lose some days, you lose some months, you lose some hours. The Lord is here to heal you. I am the Lord that healed thee. He heals us. For what purpose? So that we can serve him. Amazingly, he heals us so that we can be, we can be well to serve him. So if there's any sickness in your body, and it's a place you can touch, you can touch that place. If it's a place you cannot touch, just put your hands on your, your hearts like this. I'm going to pray for you right now. For the healing power of God to hit your body. For there to be changes in your body right now. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.